This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. So just last week, I was standing on the train platform when I struck up a conversation with the woman who was standing next to me. We had some small talk about the weather, and then she shared with me that her husband was very sick. So of course, that reminded me of the extremely difficult times that I went through when my husband, John, my my first husband, John, was terminally ill. I could see that both her and I were a little bit lost in our sadness, and I didn't want to do that. I didn't want her to be upset. I didn't want to be upset. So I mentioned to her that without the depths of the lows, it's difficult, very difficult to truly appreciate the highs. And what I didn't say to her was that if you're lucky, when you can overcome significant obstacles, it teaches you a whole new dialogue. It helps you to see things from a whole fresh new perspective, a helpful perspective. In essence, it teaches you how to choose to be happy. In fact, my daughter's preschool teacher summed up this very same lesson with the phrase, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Now that phrase has been uttered hundreds of times in our house, particularly with identical twins. The phrase comes in quite, quite, quite handy. And if that doesn't work, sometimes I'll add in, well, it's your choice. You can have what was given to you or I can just take away the option altogether. Which would you prefer? But some people don't have that option. This life lesson is much more difficult. What if what you were given made your life very difficult and no one could take away that difficult part, even if they wanted to? For example, my nephew Daniel, he has Asperger's syndrome. He doesn't have a choice about that. And to live a happy and full life, he and his family focus on what he can do and they never wallow in pity of what he can't do. Maybe you're familiar with Nick Wojtacek. He's an inspirational speaker from Australia, and his slogan is, no arms, no legs, no worries. Can you imagine the difficulty of choosing happiness if you were born with no arms and no legs? It took him several years to choose happiness, to choose to focus on and to derive happiness from what he can do and not on what he can't. He's a man who inspires tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of people around the globe. In fact, the reason that I asked Chris Hardy to co-write this episode with me is because she identifies herself as a stickability specialist, a thought leader on helping people persevere. Similar to Nick, she considered herself a have-not for many years. She said, I didn't have money, a great job, a husband or kids, or even great health. But ultimately, she realized that what she did have was more valuable. She had and still has an amazing support network and the ability to inspire others with her story. Chris was diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis at the age of seven. She has lived with its serious, extremely debilitating and painful effects for over 40 years. She said, I used to focus on how much it caused me to miss out on in life. Arthritis affected her professional life. It affected her personal life. Nothing was untouched. But ultimately, with the help of a friend, she chose to be happy. She told me, I realized the issues that previously caused me sorrow and angst also provided me experiences that gave me strength, understanding, and perspective. She continued, I only needed to recognize the positives I'd received to start seeing my life and abilities in a positive light. 
What I lacked outwardly, I made up for inwardly. Chris chose to be happy. And my point is, sometimes it's extremely difficult to choose happiness. I know for me, I don't know if I could choose happiness if I were in Chris's shoes or Nick's shoes or Daniel's shoes. I don't know if I could choose happiness if I'd been out of work for many months or let alone a year or more. Heck, I don't even choose happiness all the time when somebody cuts me off in traffic. It's hard to choose happiness, but it is a choice. And I'd like to say that again, because for me, it took much time, a lot of time for me to internalize that happiness is a choice. It's more than optimism. It's more than the glass is half full and not half empty. Happiness is a choice, sometimes a very difficult choice, but a choice nonetheless. And at this point, I want to be clear. I'm not saying that you can't or that you shouldn't mourn the loss of what you might have been able to do or what you can no longer do. Instead, I'm suggesting that you don't get stuck in that sadness. Don't wallow in despair. As hard as it can be, You can and need to choose to be happy. It takes strength. It takes strategies. It takes purposeful action. You need to think about and savor what you can do. Of course, that's the hard part. So you're probably wondering then, why struggle? Why go to all that effort? Well, it turns out there's quite a bit of research, research that suggests that happier people live longer, healthier lives. Happy people sleep better. Happy people are more creative. They're viewed more positively by other people. Happy people have stronger, more intimate friendships. And the list goes on and on. So the real question is, how exactly do we choose to be happy? Recently, Richard A. Easterlin, he's a professor at the University of Southern California, he suggested that it's possible to make our lives happier by devoting more time to our family and our health and less time to making money. Seems obvious, right? But think about it. How many times do you give up family and friendship time because of work obligations? I'm always amazed at how many work-related phone calls and emails that I receive during the weekends. And my husband is amazed that I answer them. Well, maybe amazed isn't exactly the right word. So today's episode is really just a reminder that happiness is a choice. Oh, and don't worry, I won't leave you hanging. In the second part of the program, I'll give you some concrete steps to help you choose happiness. In the meantime, I challenge you to think about what you do have. Think about the gifts that you've been given and how you can share them with others. This is the public speaker, Lisa B. Marshall. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. If you'd like to learn more on this topic, you can go to my blog, lisabmarshall.com. There, I've listed some resources for you. Also, I invite you to share your stories and any strategies that have worked for you. I'll choose one or two and include them in the next part. Thanks. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.